Hey guys, welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. My name is Steph Ganowski, and as a men's coach, I'm on a mission to help men prioritize themselves, take ownership over their challenges, set boundaries in their relationships, and much more, all while adding a female touch and perspective. I hope this podcast helps you. We need you men, and as a woman, I'm rooting for you. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I am excited to talk about this topic, and this topic is flirting. Um, Let's just jump right into it, right? I got my coffee, got a little caffeine in me, um, ready to go. I actually tried quitting caffeine uh, for like a couple years, and now I'm back on it. (laughs) Moment of weakness here. But um, but yeah, I've just been like, I think since the pandemic, uh, it's really affected my sleep, just all the stress of the world and everything going on. So when I get up in the morning, I'm like, fuck, I need something. <laughs> um, but trying to get back on my own energy levels instead of relying on caffeine. So that is the goal. But just wanted to share, I'm human. Caffeine sucked me back in and I am <laughs> loving it. All right. Anyway, let's dive into this episode. So um, flirting, let's talk about flirting because this has been something that's come up again and again, very, very recently. It's just, I'm bombarded with guys who are like, oh, I'm always put in the friend zone and I don't know why. And I immediately know that it's due to them not flirting. Uh, for the most part, this is the number one cause of guys who are friend zoned. If you continue yourself getting friend zoned, um, ghosted, whatever the case may be, it's most likely because you are boring. (laughs) I say that with love, guys. You're boring as fuck. And here's what this means. Um, I'll explain the type of guy who is boring, okay? Boring to talk to. Um, His voice is very monotone, right? He's very like, and this is just Obviously, she has to be on the phone with you to, to understand this. It wouldn't be an initial online approach, but but this often turns a lot of women off. A guy who is just, you know, always talking like this and very, oh, so how was your day? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Love to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we could totally do that. Did you always live here? Did you always grow up? Like nobody wants that's not exciting. And it's not exciting because there's no flirtation in that. It's very hard to be a monotone guy and flirt. Well. Okay. So I want you to, and I always used to have this thought with clients who had very monotone voices that that's just, that's them. Like that's how they talk. That's the, that's the voice they were given, but like, fuck that. That's not the voice you were given. That's, that's the way you choose to talk. You can, I'm sure when you get really excited, there are times when you scream and there are times when you laugh really hard. And there are times when you're super passionate about what you're talking about. And you don't have to be as obnoxious as I am sometimes, or right now on caffeine on this podcast, (laughs) but But I want you to remind yourself of like when you were at, when you felt the best about yourself and you were like with a group of people and you were talking about something that you were super into, like what was your tonality like? What changed? Okay. Because that's what interests people when your tone of voice has a lot to do with how um, people view you and see you as attractive. Okay. You're an attractive person based on the way you speak just as much as what you say, what you're speaking. Okay. So tonality is huge. If you have a habit of being monotone and a lot of guys do just because of their work, maybe they're on work calls, um, or, you know, they, that's just in their nature to be more monotone, whatever the case may be, I want you to try to add more enthusiasm to your words. 
okay? Because this isn't something you're just born with and you can't ever show uh, tone or pitch. Or you can't ever change your tone or pitch. You can, okay? And you've, you've done it in the past. So look back on those moments when you felt really comfortable in your voice, different pitches, laughing, screaming, um, when you were really joyful, like what did that sound like? What did it sound like? Look back on videos on your phone if you have to and see like when you were high energy and when you were excited about something, passionate about something, what, what changed in your demeanor and especially your tone of voice. All right. So that's a really good, uh, really good tip for you guys. Pay attention to the way you, what you sound like, what you sound like. Um, all right. So another thing is guys, you know, because if you talk monotone and you sound that way, most likely your conversations are very monotone. They're very bland. They're very like, oh yeah, okay. Because it's safe. And that's the whole thing. Like a lot of guys want to stay in this safe zone, um, especially when they're talking to women. If they're not comfortable um, putting themselves out there with women, they'll want to keep it safe. And how do you keep it safe? You avoid tonality. You avoid changes in expression. Um, you avoid risk saying things that maybe you're a little risky or what I mean, like in terms of flirting, um, you avoid making a joke because what if she doesn't laugh, right? (laughs) Like you avoid, you're avoiding so much just to keep yourself safe. And either it's to keep yourself safe, it's to keep her safe uh, or make her feel safe. There are many different reasons and I can help you figure out what your reason is personally. If you want to book a call with me. Um, but there's a reason why you're trying to keep it safe and play it safe. Uh, avoid rejection, whatever, whatever the main thing is, there's a reason for it. That's why you're doing it. So understand where the doubt is coming from. This is the first major point based on what I'm saying here. Understand why you're so monotone in your, in your voice or in the way you, the way you text and talk. Um, understand why you don't put yourself out there more. Understand why you don't make more jokes or bring about more play in the conversation, or flirt more. Um, Like I said, flirting is huge. And you need to understand how important it is. When you are trying to attract a woman, or when you're dating a woman, you need to flirt. You need to. You can't get around it. (laughs) You're not going to have a successful romantic relationship that's fun and exciting and sexy if you don't flirt and take initiative. And most of the time it's, you know, she's waiting for you to make the move, right? Like the guy usually is the one to initiate and a lot of women will flirt right off the, from the start. But if she flirts and you just respond with no flirting back, that in itself will be a reason for her to ghost you or friend zone you. So you need to be aware of these things and how important it is to play in a conversation with a woman you're trying to seek attraction from. All right, because she's not going to find you sexually or romantically appealing if you don't talk in a sexual appealing nature, which is flirting. All right, that's the difference between a friend and a sexual partner. There's romance, there's flirtation, there's play, there's like, there's this sexual teasing. And that's where the desire comes from, right? So if that stuff isn't in place and it's not, it's not present at all, what is she going to say? She's going to say, all right, like he's definitely not the guy for me because I don't feel anything. Um, he's not giving me anything to work with. So he, he still seems nice though. So I'll just keep him as a friend. And that's her thought process. So I just would want you, maybe right now, guys, ask yourself, like, would I date me 
if I was some hot woman, like think of the woman you're attracted to, right? Or want to attract. If I was this woman, would I date me? Would I keep talking to me? Would I find my conversations interesting? And a lot of guys will say, eh, probably not. <laughs> like, do you think she's dying to talk about like where she grew up and like what her mom bought to eat when she grew up? <laughs> You'd be amazed at where certain guys take the conversation where it's like, why are you talking about that? Like, that's so boring. That has like nothing to do with anything. And you're just going down this rabbit hole of boredom just because like you feel safe about it. Also, uh, there was a guy uh, I did a call with recently who made a really good point. And he was like, I think he's like, the last date went well. And then we kept talking and I went back to like, well, mate, what made you feel like, um, what made you feel like the date went well? And, um, oh no, before that we start, you know, he told me that, then we started talking and he goes, um, well, my, my purpose on a date is to get to know the woman. Cause I said, what are you trying to do when you're, when you're talking to someone you're trying to attract? And he said, I'm trying to get to know more about her. And I said, okay, so that's like, that's it. Like you went on this date, like hoping to know more about her or that's why you, that's why you, that's the main thing when you talk to new women. He said, yeah, to get to know her better. So we go back to when he told me he went on this date that see, he thought went well, but the woman didn't want to see him again. So I said, all right, so what made you feel like the date went well then if she didn't want to see you again? Like what made you so confident that this date went well? And he said, well, we had a good conversation. Like I learned a lot about her. So it goes back to the fact that like what he was looking for on the date, the main thing he was interested in, or like his main intention for that date was get to know her better. And because he got what he was essentially looking for, he figured, all right, this means the date went well. When I go on a date, I want to get to know the woman better. If I do, that means I've succeeded. The date went well. But for most guys and this guy as well, you got to agree that the date didn't go well, like at the end of it, because she didn't want to see him again. Um, and she wasn't, she didn't show any signs of any, you know, she, a date can go well where a woman doesn't want to see you again, but this woman showed no signs of sexual interest, zero, zero flirting, zero signs of attraction. Um, so no, the date didn't go well because he didn't put himself out there attraction wise. He just initiated conversation to get her to explain more about herself and that's it. So a lot of guys who get friend zoned will do this. They'll go into a date or into a conversation and just feel like, oh, like, you know, it went well. We talked for a whole day. And then you look at the conversation. It's like boring and bland as fuck. And then she ends up ghosting him and he doesn't know why. And it's like, because there's no, nothing enticing her to come back to this conversation. Like women want to play when they're flirt. Like on dating apps, women are there to play. Like they're there to have fun. They're there to have interesting, exciting, playful, flirty conversations. And if you're not giving them that, they're like, all right, this is a waste of time moving on. And if they like you, they'll say, well, he's a really good guy. Like maybe I'll just keep him as a friend and then whatever. But most of the time it's moving on from you, ghosting you, whatever, because you're not giving them any of the things that they're obviously looking for on a dating app. So this goes for in person too. Um, but what I want you to do, second point Oh, it's getting cold in here. I'm like shivering. <laughs> if my voice is shaky, it's because I'm cold. Uh, I don't put on the heat when I'm working because I fall asleep. I get tired. All right. So second point is get familiar with what worked for you in the past. So maybe you do have these habits of having bland, boring conversation, 
um, not following up with her, whatever the case may be. But, um, but let's say that one time you did really well and you felt really good about it. You got really good feedback from her. She actually was flirting. You were maybe even sexting. Like it was going really well. And it was very like, it was either very romantic. It was very sexual. It was this back and forth playful communication that was just very flirtatious. And you feel like, yeah, like she was definitely into me sexually and romantically. Um, what worked? What did you do to get that, to get to that place? And just being more aware of that, like what worked, what got, if, even if there's one example like that, if there's one instance where it worked for you, how did you get to that point? Where, where was your frame of mind? Um, what did you do before that? How did you meet this person? What happened? Like really try to dig into that event where it went really well and understand it so that you can replicate it. Um, you also want to be familiar, obviously, with what hasn't worked. So even keeping track, as lame as this sounds, guys, if you're keeping conversations going, keep track of the conversations, like how many went well versus how many didn't, and why did those that didn't, why do you think they didn't go well? And try analyzing them, you know, a little bit further and just asking, all right, well, I tend to, you know, maybe in the last three conversations, you brought up the same conversation starter and it didn't work for any woman, like all three women ghosted you. And you're like, all right, that's definitely not a good conversation starter. Shouldn't use that again. See, you learn from it. So, you know, if you're failing, if you feel like you're failing at conversations, don't think of it like that. You're just learning what not to do in the next one or for the majority of them, right? You're not failing. You're just, there are lessons learned. Um, all right, my third point is... If you're having trouble with this, I want you to embody another version of yourself or just think of another man's actions who you know, someone who's very like always gets the the women, always is a smooth talker, knows exactly what to say, when to say it, makes them laugh, you know, really just like charismatic, funny, um, doesn't have to be funny, but like whatever, just that, that guy that you're like, oh, he's got it. Like if I could talk like that guy, I would, I would feel great flirting with women. I would feel great approaching women. I feel like conversations would be so much easier if I was that guy. And you have to ask yourself, all right, what would, what would he say? When you're in a conversation, it's so much easier, guys, when you're in a conversation to think if you're stuck, what would this person say right now? What would this person say? Because it forces you to look outside yourself and it forces you to just act as though you're another person. And looking at it that way and thinking that actually helps you to be more like that person. It's like, it's crazy how well this works. When I first started coaching men, I would be on calls and I'd be really nervous. And, um, and I didn't like, I didn't always know, I wasn't always that great at question skills or questioning them. So I would, I would freeze up sometimes and not know what to say or say something that just did nothing to help them. So what I did was my first coach uh, that I had, I would have calls with him once a week. So he, he told me to do this. He was like, whenever you feel stuck, like just ask, you know, what would I do? What would Rich do, my coach? So when I was on when I was on these calls, I would think, you know, in the moment, okay, what would Rich say right now? What would Rich ask? And I would ask something that was so like Rich and so not like me. <laughs> and I was like, shit, where did that word come from? Like, where did that? That's so crazy. 
So it really does, like when you're trying to take on another person's qualities or language or skills, just by you asking yourself, what would this person say? It, it totally changes the game and helps you out. So it's, you know, it sounds crazy, but it actually really works. And if you have someone you can embody um, not only the qualities of or the language skills of, but the persona and the physicality as well, it's crazy. Like if you go to a bar and you're trying to approach women that night and you think, all right, what if I was George Clooney? Like how would George Clooney enter the bar? <laughs> no. And like take on like a mat, take on a piece of that person and see how, you know, your shoulders immediately go back and you start, you immediately start looking people in the eye as you walk in the door and you know, you got this swagger to you. A lot changes, but just by you saying, I'm going to embody this person for like the first, you know, until I talk to the first woman. Or, or keep the person on it, like keep it the whole time. Whatever the case may be, like whatever helps you, use it, <laughs> okay? Um, but the thing is, the main thing, you know, and we covered three points and I'm going to mention the points again. Um, number one is understand where your doubt's coming from. You know, so if you were, if you have doubts around flirting, understand why. Are you afraid of rejection? Are you afraid of making her uncomfortable? Are you, do you have this need to be accepted? What is it? What do you think it is? And if you don't know, like I said, I'm here to help you. So reach out to me and we could book a call to understand what your situation is. Because that is the first step. If you don't address that and you don't understand why the fuck you're doing what you're doing and why you're approaching women the way you're approaching them and it's not working, you need to understand that first. You can't just like change your actions because you're most likely always going to go back to that um, that natural programming you have based on something you're feeling that you need to address. So anyways, first point, understand where your doubt is coming from. Second point, I said get familiar with what worked in the past and what didn't work. All right. So go a little deeper on this, assessing, all right, when when it went well, you know, this one time or these two times my entire life when it went well, what did I do? What did I do different? How did I act? How did I feel about myself? What was in my head? What was like, who was I with? What was the, what was the environment? So just getting clear on what worked and what tends to not work. If you use the same opener again and again, most likely it's not working if you're always ghosted or you're always friend zoned. Time to change something up. Okay. Number three, the third point was to embody a new version of yourself. So taking on um, a new way of approaching or taking on embodying another man's actions um, by getting familiar with, all right, I need to change my characteristics here. Like I need to change something and I'm going to use this guy as an example and just take on his qualities in the meantime. Um, so that, that works really well. And yeah, this is, this is so important. Like flirting is so important. It's needed. You have to understand she wants it. Women want to flirt. It's fun. It's exciting. It's sexy. It's like, it's the best part about being in that romantic relationship is having that different language between the two of you. It's different from a friendship, right? That leads to sexual intimacy. That leads to a family, right? Like that's, that's the first step of attracting a mate, (laughs) right? That's the first step you need to show, you know, I can be attractive for you. Um, and then lead her in or pull her into you. So with my clients, I've actually, (laughs) it's funny because I have a couple clients who are struggling with the flirting language and we're working on that, helping them improve their flirting skills and understand, you know, why they're not flirting as much. 
Um, and then I have a client who's super good at flirting, like super playful words come so easy. They just flow, uh, from his mouth. <laughs> and I, I asked him, I was like, Hey, can you like send a couple of my clients are struggling here? And they, they could really use some examples of good flirting techniques. Um, so this is the shit I do with my clients. So he, one of my clients sent me like a shit ton of examples, um, for his experience on dating apps. And I sent them to my other clients and they were like, Oh shit, this is so helpful. Um, the one, my one client was like, Hey, he's really good. Can I have, I want his number. I'm going to ask him out. (laughs) JK. But, um, but it was funny. We were like dying. Um, so, so yeah, it's just, this is what I, I think is truly important. And a lot of you guys have lost sight of the flirting game. I don't talk about it enough, apparently. Uh, but so I want to start talking about it more, which is why I did this podcast and why I'm helping my clients more, uh, personally through this and sharing flirting techniques that are really good. Um, that was my knee, just cracked my knee. And, and yeah, if you, if you want that, if you want to be, um, in a situation where you have that support and you have me to send your text to and ask me, Hey Steph, what is this? Why do you think she ghosted me? Or why do you think I've been friend zone? This is our conversation. That's what I do with my clients. Like I read their conversations if they want me to, you know, I'll, they could send me whatever they want. And then I'll, I'll tell them, you know, based on a female perspective, this is why I think she ghost you, or this is why I think you're always being friend zoned. Um, and you know, when they, when they succeed and they get a date, I'm like, all right, let's look back at the text now. What changed? So it's like, this is what I, I help the guys do through a certain app that we communicate in. So if this is something you know would benefit you and you want closer accountability on, let me know, um, reach out to me and we could work together. I'll at least let you know what it would be like working together. And then you can decide if you want to make that first phone call or not or schedule that. So love to help you guys. I hope this podcast episode helped you. Uh, I love talking about this stuff. Flirting is super exciting and and yeah, it's just, it's needed. You need to do it. So I am going to, yeah, put out more content around this, but, um, but like I said, if you want the personal help, then we, we definitely need to book a call because it's more than just this superficial stuff. There's a reason, underlying reason why you're not doing it. And we need to get to it. So, all right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Have an amazing morning, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you soon.